0: This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, episode number 52.
1: Everyone said we wouldn't make it this long, but here we are. It's the one year anniversary of the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast.
0: Space is the final frontier. Then this is just the pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Pod Damn Minutes podcast. 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 podcast in your ear. <laughs> Studios in Battle Creek, Michigan; the Red Room in Spadeland; and the Scorpion Room in San Marcos, Texas. This is the Pod Idiots Podcast.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the one-year anniversary show of the Pod Idiots Podcast. Honestly, I'm surprised we haven't been kicked off Facebook or YouTube yet. They tried. He is the bald guy. He is the bald guy with the Detroit Red Wing shirt. He is the Captain Kirk to our red people. He is Jay Hizzle. I don't know Star Wars. He is the Sony Slayer. The (laughs) UMG destroyer. He is the Poddam World Champion. He is Rick. Spade. And I have always been the stupidest person on the show. I am Jay Hizzle. Wait, wait Jay
3: do, Hizzle. You,
0: do you realize what you just said, right? <laughs> you're the Spock to our whatever, but then you're like, I don't know Star Wars.
2: <laughs> That's, That's not
0: Star Wars. Wars. That's Star Trek. I didn't
2: realize I said Star Wars. I called myself Jay Hizzle. Wow, this is already a great show for me. <laughs> I have not been drinking, nor have I had any highness. I have not smoked. I just, yeah, it's been a weird day.
0: I can see Texas. Darth Vader. He was captain of that uh, the USS Enterprise, wasn't he?
2: Wow, they, okay, that's a bad start for me. I apologize already. They they had to fight.
0: They had to fight Captain Picard and the Stormtroopers. Okay.
1: Hey, 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 this is what happens when he watches The Mandalorian too. Oh man, I love Baby Piccolo on Star Trek.
2: Okay. Uh, I had a shot today and ever since I haven't quite felt right because I was sitting there for 15 minutes waiting to leave the store before they let me and all of a sudden I got like the case of the munchies so I don't know if they stuck like marijuana in my shot or not I don't know but it's just been one of those days but yes this is episode 52 And for those of you wondering why I called Rick what he is, if you remember last week, we were having disputes with Sony and UMG, I think it was, or something like that. Because they were were saying that we were stealing some of their stuff, and Rick disputed both of them and won.
0: And they're trying to steal our stuff by saying it's theirs.
2: Again, Sony, I am for sale. I'm a rather cheap whore.
0: craziness. Believe me,
1: it it amazed me. And you know what really pisses me off is Sony was trying to ban us in 249 countries, and UMG just didn't want us in the United States.
3: <laughs> That's
1: interesting. But we were, are, there,
2: are there even 249 countries? Apparently there is. Bottom
1: shelf.
0: There's lots of countries out there.
2: I know, some of them are the size of my turds, but you know. Let's
0: see. Yeah,
1: when when I got on there and it said uh, we are blocking you from two hundred forty nine countries, I literally like mm. took like two minutes to scroll down and I'm like, I haven't even heard of half of these places. What the fuck is Uzbekistan? You know, it just we,
2: we we were banned
1: from Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan,
2: anything with the Wait. Pakistan in
1: it.
0: According to the ISO country code standard, there are two hundred forty nine countries in the world.
2: Oh, they tried to ban us from all of them. Yep. Well, sorry Sony, you lost. We won. <laughs> all right so cheers so, to that let's start with jay hizzle because he's been all over the midwest how was your week
0: oh it's good yes it has it's been a really busy week you're not kidding let's see monday tuesday were the only normal work week days so obviously cramming a bunch of stuff in there and also doing some boxing both days because I knew I was going to eat an ungodly amount. I'm pretty sure I did gain a couple pounds this week just because of all the food. Because Then we went to St. Louis, what up, for our quarterly training where we get all these great, amazing meals and learn all this awesome stuff. And It's, just, it's a really good time. See all the fellow financial advisors. I'm our office assistant. She uses the casino, basically, as her ATM because she plays slots. She has a system, and she wins a crap ton of money. This time, you know, just brought a couple hundred bucks, turned it into, like, you know, two thousand plus dollars. She's so good at it. it's amazing.
2: I got a question. Does Dave Ramsey go to these events?
0: No, no. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think we necessarily see eye to eye with Dave Ramsey and everything. But what about um,
1: Gordon Ramsey. Does Gordon Ramsey go to these events?
2: Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: That'd be cool. I mean, the food's really good, so maybe he's secretly back there. I don't know.
1: Well, you may
2: say it's good, but he like this is fucking shit.
0: I don't know. I. I'm not that picky, to be honest with you, but I'm not always... Jay Hizzle,
2: that's because most of your food is macaroni and cheese, grilled cheese, cottage cheese, and a sliced pickle on the I'm side. I'm actually
0: pickier about that than you think. But, um, yeah, like, I'm, like steak is hit or miss for me sometimes because I don't like when it's hard, dry, or when it's too chewy. But they had this pork steak, and it was perfect. Like, I was like, wow.
1: This... What? You said so Chewy. The first thing I thought was...
2: He's uh, from Star Trek, right?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was that the uh, the guy on the USS Enterprise that was in charge of Was the that security? the hairy woman? <laughs> but, I um,
1: Chewbacca uses that bat left in Star Trek.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Then after that, we went I to... I am
2: going to get roasted by the Star Trek and Star Wars community after that
0: that was pretty hilarious we it went was to my an accident i
2: apologize
0: We went to my aunt and uncles and had a you know fun time playing games friday night and saturday we went to the saint louis arch and went up in the arch and stuff which was cool and we went on a riverboat cruise and then i got pizza at night and just had a really good time and then today we drove back and i'm here now doing the podcast and then i got a really crazy week of work coming up and stuff so it's going to be a busy your, month. This month of May is just going to fly by. like.
2: Your choo- dad posted a crap ton of videos on Snapchat I mean, on Saturday.
0: He is a Snapchat. So did Jay Hizzle. I put some on. Yeah. Well,
2: uh, No, compared to his dad, his dad had like <laughs> 20 or 30 videos on there. Jay Hizzle had like five.
1: He's a Snapchatter. At I, least on I vacation. Still wanna, I still want to know what happened to the golf ball. Me too. What
0: the hell happened to the golf ball? We were on, like, the ninth floor. So we were at, so we were at this uh, parking garage, and it had one of those ramps that go round and round and round for the cars to go on. So when my dad, there's a golf ball in the back of my uncle's car, a few, like, old ones. My dad's like, when we get back to the car, we should go up to the top and let it roll down and see how long it takes. So we went all the way up to the ninth floor. My dad throws it, and we see it go. It's going down. So then we... Rush down the elevator, we come down, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. It never comes down. We don't know what happened to it. My dad says he's thinking that there might be a part where it gets, like it's going around and around, then it gets flat and transitions, and that we lost it there. Maybe a car ran over it, maybe a little kid took it, I don't know. But we were very disappointed, let's put it that way. We were all excited, we rushed down, and then we're like, "Oh, where is it? But we'll try it again someday.
1: Security guards watched two idiots roll a golf ball down a fucking ramp. It was like, not today.
0: Yeah, not today. But it was a cool idea, at least. The other idea was to see if we could, like, run and beat it down. But I don't know if it would be a good idea to run on the ramp. Or if he was thinking run down the stairs. I don't know. But obviously we would have beat it down because it never made its way. But then we had yeah. to go get food. I want to go look for the ball. But, <laughs> you know. Whatever you gotta do, what you gotta do. So, but yeah, oh, now this week will be a Jay pretty Hizzle's busy week. Hizzle's
2: uncle weekend. lost one of his balls.
0: Yeah, but it was it wasn't a good one. So he he has he all has his good balls still.
1: <laughs> okay, I need somebody to go take a golf ball to a parking ramp later today and like take a picture of it, just so I can be like, meanwhile in St. Louis, and mm-hmm. then
0: <laughs> it going be kind of funny.
1: It's just sitting there. <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs>
0: So that was, that was my week. What did you guys do? Rick, what about you?
1: Oh, it's been a week of ups and downs and downs and more downs. Um, let's see here. Um, work's been busy. Been picking stuff. Pretty sure I didn't get a promotion that I uh, interviewed for.
0: I mean, it's impressive that they had you interviewed for promotions considering you've barely been there, so good job.
1: Well, you know, I've only been there two months, so yeah, you know. So, I mean, I'm happy that I at least got the opportunity to interview, but at the same time, you know, it's upsetting uh, okay. when you think about it. And uh,
2: it, It's not upsetting. You worked it I'm going to say it. You worked at Myers for years and worked your ass off and they never gave you a hint of a promotion. And when you tried to go to a different shift, they jerked you around for a few months. you worked at Walmart for two. Again, I said the place where you work. I don't know if you want me to say that or not. You can edit it if you want to. You worked at that place for less than two months and they've already interviewed you for a damn leadership position. It's not that bad. Your time will come, Mr. Rick. Your time will come. Now pull your head out of your ass.
1: <laughs> I hope, hopefully, time's not the only thing that's coming when that happens. But anyways, um...
3: time
1: is going by
2: so
0: much faster than stop I. before
2: we get disputed by Sony again. I don't know if we'll be able to beat them twice.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go down, down in an earlier round, sugar. I'm going down swinging. Okay.
2: It's be a number one with a bullet.
1: I got a load of gob pl- complex. Cock it and pull it. Um, down, down. Other than that, I've just been working on some uh, more stuff. i um, trying to find one opening that Jay Hizzle will like so I can change that one after the Pod Damn Idiots podcast theme song.
0: Good luck. I love that.
1: Oh, I'm working on it. I got some good ones. I got some good ones. Do
0: you want me? I'll give you a clue. Part of why I like it, it's that it, you know, it. Pa, damn it, idiots, pa, damn it. And then it kind of transitions to quiet, and it's like, da, na, 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 and then it gets louder.
1: I can transition to quiet to louder. I'm not. I'm just saying, if, how if to you want,
0: this. I'm just trying to give you a hint. If, if you're gonna ever convince me to to change yeah. that part, it's gonna have to be something similar to. I like that.
2: Well, actually, it may be time, because starting next week is our season two premiere. So we need to change everything but the, uh, the main song.
1: We've been <laughs> changing everything but the main song.
2: Oh, then we need to go back to all the original stuff. Stop changing shit.
1: Yeah, stop it! <laughs> now look, y'all say that, but we changed the uh, outro, we changed Rick's segment, and we had 51 views on last week's episode just on Facebook.
2: Maybe more people trying to say you're stealing their stuff.
1: I think they like my music. Thank you very much. That's the way.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: I like Jay it. Hazel Texas, what about you? What have you done on the road to the one year anniversary?
2: Well Let's see, trying to think. Let's see after last week. I actually did not go to work until Thursday of this week because our plant was still down. So I took some time. Sunday, I went out kayaking to a new lake in San Antonio. Didn't catch anything, but kind of learned the ropes. Went back Tuesday, and I caught two really nice fish. Uh, One of them kind of dragged me around the lake for about five minutes, which was fun. Uh, Paddled probably more than half that lake. And then by the time I got around to the half point, I was like, crap, I've got to start paddling back. And I wasn't sure if I had the strength to do it, but luckily I did.
0: Did you say a fish pulled you around?
2: Yes, I got pulled off by a fish.
0: Wait, you got pulled out of the boat by a fish or just pulled you in the in the boat around?
1: He just pulled me on my kayak. Okay. That, that was kind of like old man in the sea.
2: You you may put the pictures on the on the YouTube and Facebook if you want, Rick. If not, it's fine.
0: That's him saying he'd
1: like you to put them on Facebook.
2: Why not? I put them everywhere else.
1: <laughs> I do not want to see them on your Pornhub. Okay. No, no
2: the the poddamn jizzle hizzle will not have them on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> um. Other than that, went back to work Thursday. Um, work Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Two of the three days got cut short due to storms, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, other than that, I really haven't done much. I'm a very boring person, except for the fact I like to go kayak fishing now. But he's oh, a
1: kayak fisherman, oh, yeah. You know what? I forgot, I forgot today. I started recocking my uh bathtub. So, I've had this leak that goes down from the side of my bathtub wall to my basement. And I've been trying to figure out how to seal it. And I figured the only way I'm going to be able to do it is if I re that wall. And I'm going to put that um, flex seal shit on the tiles to try to make sure it's getting on all those cracks. Because my hope is, if I can get that motherfucker to stop leaking, then hopefully next week I can start working on uh, the... Uh, all in studios downstairs. Shut
2: up. You love making stuff in your basements. I do.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Well, guys, are you ready for some news? No. Oh, what do you got?
2: No, I'm ready. I just don't want to listen to news. Oh,
0: wow. All right. Well, bum, 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 bum. It's time for some news. There's some good news stories, though, like in Nova Scotia, you know, they're all about reporting COVID-19 lockdown violations. And guess what? One was reported, right? So the police called to a, called to a Nova Scotia restaurant and report of a COVID-19 lockdown violation. Discovered the alleged illegal customer was seated at a table. But guess what? That customer, when they got there to, um, I don't know if they're going to arrest him or ticket him. It was actually just a mannequin. Ah, that's awesome. Serves them right. That's why you don't call and, you know, tattletale on people. Yeah, but the yeah, officer Canada got sucks. out there, looked and saw it was a mannequin. So no arrest for me. That's <laughs> why
2: Canada sucks. Uh,
0: please don't call the police on us. We're only open for takeout and delivery. No Eden. She's a mannequin to help with social distancing, he wrote <laughs> uh, on their site. That's kind of funny. But yeah, so um, I just, why, why are they What's calling not? the police on? Who cares? What? What?
2: <laughs> um, so, down here in San Antonio, well, everything's open there. The well, this was back when they had a lot of shutdowns and stuff like that. The the liberal mayor of San Antonio and the liberal judge of San Antonio were like, if you see people violating COVID restrictions, please call 911 and report them. It's like you bunch of a holes. Turned I everybody know. into a bunch of tattletale pansies. Asshole.
1: Actually, speaking of something like that, before they were allowing... Um, before they were letting customers into restaurants here in Michigan, there was a uh, small little restaurant that um, got tattled on by another small restaurant for having people inside their building when they were working on... Um, Like a charity drive type thing. Like, they weren't eating there. They were trying to wrap presents and stuff, but the other restaurant tattled, and a lot of people got pissed off about it. So, didn't see a lot of business for them. So,
2: did they light Uh that other building on fire?
1: Um, no, but I don't see a lot of uh, customers go through there. So, I'm not sure when they actually make money off of that restaurant.
2: Screw you, Mr. Don's.
1: Actually, it wasn't Mr. Don's.
2: I miss their chili
1: dogs. The chili dogs are really good. I had some not too long ago.
2: When I come up in June, someone needs to take me to Mister Don's.
1: We will go to Mister Don's, sir.
2: Sweet. When chili you
1: dogs. When chili you dogs up and then in we'll June go to deja vu.
2: again? Um. Hang on.
0: I oh, was just curious. I'll keep asking the you this.
2: Fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh.
0: All right, I should probably make sure that's in my calendar, so I know that that's when you're coming up. Uh, I'm just gonna put Texas is coming.
2: <laughs> Damn right I am. Texas
0: is coming up. All
1: right. Please don't spell coming wrong. That will bring a whole new uh, meaning to that.
0: I don't miss. Why well, misspell things all the time? Actually,
1: but.
2: Hey Hazel, you on. mind if you and my kids oh. stay at your house? I promise I won't bring a blow up doll this time.
0: <laughs> it's already here.
2: Hmm. I will not bring another one.
0: Are you flying or driving? Flying. Ooh. Yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna just keep me updated on the everything. So I put it in my calendar. Texas is coming up.
1: June
0: 4th to June 7th.
1: God, can we please fill that thing up with helium while you're here? Yes. Yes, we yes! can. Yes.
0: All right. So. It
2: has to go on the it has to go on the Poddam Facebook
1: and Ooh. YouTube though. The fuck yeah, it does. It'll be on the show.
2: I'll tie a string around it and I'll just go walking around downtown Battle Creek. No, I might get stabbed. I'll go walking around nice parts of Battle Creek. Did you hear what I happened? Want, I
1: wanted to see how far it would fly away. We'll do that too.
0: Do you hear what happened at the grocery store in Britain?
1: I did oh
3: not.
0: Gosh, they had a surprise when a moo cow turned up in the parking lot and was attempting to get inside to go shopping. I wonder what the cow would have bought if it was in the store shopping. Or do you think wonder, it was going to buy chicken?
2: I wonder how the cow would have acted once it got to the butcher section. Fred! Is that you,
0: Fred? No! (laughs) It said there was a cow literally just running around trying to get in the garage where they deliver the food. So um, witnesses attempted to capture the cow, but they were unsuccessful. People were starting to approach it, which I thought was a terrible idea, someone said. That guy tried to grab it, but then it came towards him and completely bottled it. We literally forgot everything we've ever been taught about bulls and wearing red. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. But I, I, guess know, I know what
2: store that was.
0: But no one, no one, nobody died. Well, at least no people died. And then of course, um. <laughs> I always gotta go through a couple records quick. So, more than a hundred people donned swimming tails and plunged into the water at a Chinese resort to set the Guinness World Record for the largest underwater mermaid show. Wow, that's even a record. That's insane. So, 110 divers wearing mermaid tails showed off their swimming skills underwater. They did acrobatics. And all that fun stuff, and they now broke the record. So we gotta get 111 people to dress as mermaids and do flips in the water, and we can own that record too. But Texas, that'll
2: be uh, that'll be that'll be the season two
3: finale.
0: Just
1: for you, I
3: got. We don't an update. have that
1: in the budget.
0: A British oh, you're gonna oh, she's actually pretty cute, from what I can tell at least in the the, the picture. A right. British speed eater. A British speed eater broke the Guinness World Record by drinking a Capri Sun beverage pouch in 15.71 seconds.
2: Oh, you bitch!
0: I don't know. I don't remember what. You, I don't remember what your record was. I have to look back.
2: I think it was close to 15.7.
0: So maybe you and her can meet up and like pra- like go on some practice runs, and then or have a competition.
1: Hey, baby, let's practice sucking. So Wait a minute, Leah. Uh, if,
0: if
2: I win, I get a date.
0: Her name is Leah Schutkever,
1: S-H-U-T-K-E-V-E-R.
0: She's a speed eater. She has more than 20 Guinness titles. Most chicken nuggets eaten in three minutes. Fastest time to eat 15 Ferraro and, uh, wait, wait. Rocher. I don't know what that uh, is.
2: How, Ferraro Rocher. How many oh. nuggets in three minutes?
0: It doesn't say. but the rich, How
2: many Ferraro Rochers? Um, you can't give me those and then not give me the records because I could probably beat both of them.
0: Well, I'll we'll just have to look that up at some point, but it doesn't actually, it just says she has the records, doesn't give her times.
2: I like Ferrara Rochers, and I like nuggets.
0: All right, you two can go at it. Damn right we will. Uh, so, and then this one just made me think of Texas for some reason. Or I can think of Rick too, I guess. Police in Germany said a bomb squad was summoned and a report of grenade was spotted by a jogger in the woods. Well, when the bomb squad arrived, they found the object to be a rubber sex toy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was near the Austrian Austrian border, apparently. Someone reported a hand grenade in a plastic bag, but it was just a sex toy. (laughs) Man, a lot of false things being called. Mannequins on sex toys. Come on, people. Get your act together. And last but not least, um, one woman learned the hard way that failure to return your VHS tapes to the video store can have serious consequences, even in 2021. So this um, Karen girl, formerly of Oklahoma, went to change her name of her driver's license after getting married in Texas. But when she was filling out paperwork, it revealed she was wanted in Oklahoma for felony embezzlement of a 21-year-old rented VHS tape. Oh, my gosh.
2: Okay, real quick, if I die or get super high, it is completely my daughter's fault. She's over there spraying some kind of resin on one of her paintings, and dear God, that needs to go outside, girl. Crap.
3: I don't understand.
0: This is stupid. So she was charged all the way back in March 2000 with embezzlement of rented property because...
3: She took, she rented
0: the VHS copy of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and she forgot to give it back. She doesn't even remember renting the tape. (laughs) So she, but she suspected this is what happened. She said, I lived with a young man. This was 20 years ago. He had two kids, daughters that were 8, 10, and 11. I'm thinking he went and got it and didn't take it back or something. I've never watched that show in my life. Just not my cup of tea. Meanwhile, I'm wanted felon for a VHS tape. This is a complete waste. This is me speaking. A complete waste of our... Taxpayer money, time, energy, and all that. This is stupid. <clears throat> um, but the warrant was outstanding, so she could face a serious penalty. The punishment for felony embezzlement is a year in jail and a thousand dollar fine.
3: But the Cleveland, the
0: Cleveland County District Stop. Attorney decided to dismiss the whole case, so she's free to go, uh, no charges, no fear of arrest or anything. So, thank goodness that didn't turn into anything ridiculously dumb.
1: But isn't that crazy?
0: There's not even video stores don't even exist anymore.
1: Well that one had closed down. That was probably the only reason why she got dismissed of the charges. I mean, that's just crazy. <laughs> Kinda of hard to charge somebody when the place doesn't exist.
0: I still bet yeah. they wanna charge her. I bet she could have just pay twenty bucks or something. They wouldn't even it's want like the VHS back at this point.
1: That's like I'm sure I have outstanding fees at Family Video, but they ain't going to get it from me now.
0: Yeah, but you might be arrested one day randomly just because, and then they'll let you go.
1: No, because I never kept the VHS tape. Although, I did learn if you ever want to replace a video game, all you have to do is rent that video game... And then replace the sticker that they got around it with that on yours and then take it back. And they don't charge you for the fact that it's all scratched up.
0: Yeah, interesting. Never thought about that. that.
1: And that's how I got a new copy of Final Fantasy VIII. Anyways.
0: Anyways, I think it's time that we play a game. Who's your daddy and what does he do? No, I'm just kidding. That's not the game we're going to play. But we are going to play a game
1: game of the week take it away rick spade for the record my daddy sits in an urn
0: (laughs) all right things just got really sad right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so i was thinking what could we do for the one year anniversary game and i said you know what would be fun
2: hang on you, your dad's in an urn. My dad's a garbage man, but his balls have been in my mom's purse for 35 years.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Hi, Dad. Love you.
1: Oh, I can't wait to see the comments that he'll put on Facebook.
3: <laughs>
1: All right. Anyways, um, I was talking about something. Oh, so... Uh, I was like, what can we do for the one-year anniversary game? And I was like, you know what? We should try to sell stuff. So, this week's game, we're going to do a little snake oil. The idiot salesman. Oh, boy. <sighs> so, so, for those of you that don't know how this game works, I start by giving everybody two cards. And that is what they're going to sell. And then they'll go, but wait, there's more. And that's when I tell them they're selling the second product. Are you going to do it, too? Uh, Of course I am. I'm not stupid. I make this fun for me. Ah. So, I think we are going to start with Texas.
0: Texas, take it away.
1: Texas, you are selling the harassment junk.
2: Harassment junk?
1: Harassment junk.
2: Do you work in an office environment in the 70s? Where harassing women is just part of the norm? Well, do we have a special treat for you? It's the harassment junk. You know, after you slap that secretary on the bum, she can grab your harassment junk. And that's how office romances began in the 70s. Can't do that now, but you can do it in the 70s. But wait, there's more. If you act within the next 357 seconds,
1: you'll get... The conspiracy remote.
2: The conspiracy remote. What ended the sexual harassment romp in the workforce? Sorry, not the... Yeah, the workforce. The conspiracy remote. That's when a woman got the remote for the first time, and she gained power over men. I really don't understand anything. I think I'm a little high from my daughter's spray paint can over here. So, yeah.
1: Operators are standing by. I think he froze himself. Oh, he's still there. Wake up, Texas.
0: Uh, I'm afraid to ask what I have.
1: This one's tough. I
0: just don't always know what
1: to do. Jay you're selling the droid bed.
3: Oh, yes.
2: Of course, he gets something like this.
0: Are you a huge Star Trek fan, and you love (laughs) R2-D2? Well, son of
2: a
3: bitch.
0: (laughs) If so, you need a place to put your droid to bed. (laughs) Is your droid cranky and keeping you up at night, complaining about its uncomfortable sleeping place going if so our droid bed is for you all right this droid bed your droid comfortably can drive itself right into the middle of the mattress and then the mattress then flips down and the droid will be laying down inside the mattress super comfy you're not gonna hear this anymore you're just gonna hear a nice low Is mellow, droid
2: masturbating? Droid? nice yeah.
0: low mellow sound of your droid that will easily allow you to sleep with great nights. But if you were to call within the next forty-eight minutes and twenty-six seconds, we're also going to include a fetus booger, a fetus booger. <laughs> so. Are are you looking for ways to one. to spice up someone's food that you don't like? Well, put a fetus booger in it. Bound to make them say, oh, man, something really tastes weird and off in this sandwich. And you can laugh inside knowing that that booger came from a fetus. Taking uh, The fetus is alive and good. Don't worry. No fetuses were harmed during this. But the booger that they take out of the fetus and then you feed it to your friend that you don't like. I guess that wouldn't be a friend. So, if you act now, you're gonna have a happy droid, and you're gonna be happy because your enemy has had a booger that they probably didn't want and didn't even know about. So call now. Operators are standing by.
2: Uh, is the is the episode name of this one gonna be fetuses? Or we're not harmed during this?
1: <laughs> we... or that either that or it's that's my favorite character from Star Trek. <laughs> Spock. I don't know uh... Star Wars.
2: Oh god. I have a headache.
1: <laughs> Rick, what do you sell him? I guess we'll find out. I haven't picked two cards yet. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever been sitting there and you just pull your thing out and you want to masturbate? you're just not sure how to do it, well, we have the product for you. Pay attention. It's the socks Lubricant. So, this is a special lubricant made, especially for your tube sock. So you just slather it around in there, you put it on your thing, and you just go to town. And that way, you're not getting all scuffed up. You're not getting chafed. You're getting that perfect arousal. But wait, there's more. If you act in the next 30 minutes... You're also going to get the body diploma. Hmm. Interesting. Now you will be able to critique those bodies that you've always wanted. Is it the nice ass? Do they got perfect tits? Maybe their junk is good. That's up to you to decide on how you want to judge with the body diploma. So you'll get the body diploma and the socks. Lubricant for thirty nine ninety five. Operators are standing by. Wow.
3: Batteries
2: not included.
1: <laughs> I hope you don't need batteries not included for some sock lubricant.
2: That's what people say.
1: Yes no. <laughs> Alright Texas, are you ready? Possibly. Maybe.
2: I have a headache. I think I might be high from my daughter spraying crap, but I'm okay. You sure?
1: <weaknesses> All right. Here you go. Are you ready for this?
2: And then she runs away. That's the funny part. Yeah, go ahead.
1: You, my friend, are selling the sacrifice <inaudible> toilet. Daddy, okay? Oh, wow.
2: I do apologize. My internet skipped. I'm selling what?
1: The sacrifice toilet.
3: <laughs>
2: ah. Hey you what? yes you sitting there with the hangover at five o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Do you want the hangover to end? But you don't know how to get rid of it? Well, we have a product for you. It's the sacrifice toilet. All you need to do is either go number two or Or throw up and pray to God that it ends and poof, your hangover is cured. The sacrifice toilet. Good for any Christian who goes out drinking Saturday night and then needs to go to church the next morning. And if you act in the next three hours and 42 minutes, you will get
1: the disability alarm.
2: That alarm will go off around my house a lot lately. If you act now, you'll get the disability alarm. I don't know what it does, but I'm sure you'll find a way to use it. (laughs) Uh, Batteries are not included.
0: Do you think that one of your friends might have a disability, but you don't know how to ask them? Just bring the disability alarm. And when it goes beep, 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 just say, oh, I got to take my pills. And you'll know, you'll have your answer.
1: But before we go to Jay Hizzles, I just want to point out that uh, B-Slow said something about he's chasing around a crackhead and now a stolen boat. So, for those of you wondering where Captain B-Slow is, he's doing cop things.
3: He's chasing around
2: crackheads. If you're wondering where Jazz is, he's doing the same thing he always does. He's racing. Crackheads. Yes, he's racing fellow crackheads.
0: So much happens in Sesame Street land.
1: Alright Jay Hizzle.
2: He's, he's probably chasing Elmo and then Elmo. and then Oscar stole
1: the Oscar stole the boat. Jay Hizzle, you're selling the identity wall.
0: Oh yeah, that's pretty that's pretty awesome. So <clears throat> have you misplaced your identity? Or maybe you want to change your identity? Or maybe you just wanna be someone else for the day. Well, this and all can come true now. All you have to do is call our number at 1-800-653-8181. And if you act now, you can buy the identity wall for four easy payments of $49.99. That's right. Four easy payments of $49.99. And this identity wall, when you put it up in your house, you can walk up to it, and then you put your front on it like you're being arrested. You know, butt against the wall or crotch against the wall, it doesn't matter. And then you yell out who you want to be. You can be like... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Next thing you know, you become Arnold Schwarzenegger. You'd be talking like this and be like, oh my gosh, I have so many muscles now. I'm so famous. And then you can yell out another celebrity if you're against the law. Maybe you're like, I want to be like Britney Spears. And then you'd be like, oops, I did it again. And then you're like, I want to be me again. And then you're back to yourself. But celebrities, maybe you want to try being... You know, someone you actually know and, like, playing tricks on them. Like, I want to be my friend Rick Spade. And next thing you know, you know, I'm walking through when he's at work and he sees himself. And he's like, what the hell? And who knows? But anyway, it's pretty awesome. You can be whoever you want. Just walk up to the wall and put your, (laughs) you know, put your body on it and yell who you want to be. And bam, you'll turn into that person. You'll get their identity. But guess what?
2: However, side warning. If you decide to be dressed as Rick Spade, you may get slapped by anonymous women who Rick Spade has tortured in the past.
0: <laughs> the joke's on you. But um, if you act now and you call within the next 59 minutes, 59 seconds, we'll also just for fun throw in the... Boat altar. The bolt uh, boat altar. So, do you want to get married in one of these new identities? Maybe you want to go to the marina and marry some chicks on the beach. Well, now you can. You just bring the altar, which is made to fit any boat. You bring that girl and your new identity to the boat, and poof, you're married. So now you can not only change your identity whenever you want with the identity wall, you can now marry chicks on the beach on their boats. Boats and hoes, boats and hoes, baby. Call now.
2: Gotta have me, my boats and hoes.
0: Operators are standing by. Batteries are not included.
2: Uh, Just a side note, if you turn into Britney Spears, I will try to bang you.
0: I won't be turning into Britney Spears.
1: I also want to point out that that 1-800 number is a sex uh, phone site, so I don't know where you learned that from.
0: Does it really exist? No. Oh, I'm like, wow, (laughs) I just made up a number.
1: I just wanted to get your reaction.
0: I'm like, oh. Baby, baby. All right, let's meow. see what I
1: got. How the fuck am I going to sell that?
0: I don't know. How what are, are you going to sell
1: it? Have you ever wanted to be the leader of your own mafia? Maybe you just wanted to figure out how to take a hit on somebody. Well, now all you got to do is take him on a boat. And you can do that with the fish mob. That's right. You got a whole school of fish under your wing. And you're going to tell them, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Or you're going to be sleeping with the fishes. With the fish mob. Take out all your enemies with the fish mob. But wait, there's more. If you act right now, you will also receive the wind raffle that's right we're going to offer you a special raffle that you can enter to win a bunch of wind do what you want with the wind blow your enemies off the boat into the fish mob maybe blow you want yourself to... or maybe you just want to see what it's like to upskirt a bunch of women do whatever you want with the wind raffle and the fish mob we only forty nine ninety five. Operators are standing by.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: Uh, all right, one more. One more, one more, more round? round? All right, let's one do this.
0: Round. One more round.
1: <clears throat> I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited.
3: Right. I'm excited.
1: Texas, you should be because you are.
0: He's selling what?
1: I don't like that. Hang on.
2: What was it? I'm just curious.
1: I don't know how the fuck you're going to sell teepee boots. Mm. Hang on. All right. this one and this one you are now selling the future spanking.
2: Okay. Interesting. Ladies, do you like it when your man spanks you, but your new boyfriend, you're not too sure about him yet? Well, if you buy this product, you can save up all the unlimited spankings you want for the future with your new boyfriend, your new man, your side honcho, your husband, whoever it may be. So if you dial one 800 382 5437 you can get all the future spankings you desire and save them for the bald guy named Jay Hizzle. And if you act in the next 69 minutes and 69 seconds, yes, we know that's not real time, you'll also get...
1: The back rub, Rick. <laughs> what? The back rub, Rick.
0: Oh, brick, I thought you said Rick.
2: If you make the next 69 minutes, 69 seconds, you will get the back rub brick. Does your man just not know how to get those spots that hurt so bad? You ju- he's just massaging, but he's just not going deep enough. Well, we have a product for you. The back rub brick. It'll give your man 10 times strength, and he can either throw it at you or just... Yeah. <laughs>
1: Wax on wax
2: up. Yep, with the with the back rub brick. But call now one eight hundred three eight two five four three seven. Operators and probably sexual deviants are standing by. Oh boy. Rick, call that number.
1: I forgot what the number was already.
2: I'll give it to you again if you want
1: it. I'm afraid to ask. I'm going to end up getting herpes from the phone call.
2: Probably. 1-800-382-5437.
0: I found out there's a beer I actually don't mind. It's called, it's a sour. and doesn't have the, the aftertaste that I hate in beers.
3: Hi, and thanks for calling TalkToMe.com home of the hottest girl to want to talk to you about your secrets and to introduce you
2: to our service. We're giving you 10 free minutes for <laughs> Wow. Just just for the record, if you look at the, if you look at the number, like the letters under the number, what that it spells out is F-U-C-K-H-E-R.
0: Did you know oh. that Did you know that was a real number or you just assumed?
2: I, I honestly did not know that was a real number, but I figured it was because it's, got a dirty thing to it.
0: So. And it was. Wow. What would you do you if know. someone actually picked up? It was just someone's number, Rick. <clears throat> would you be like, wrong number?
2: Most most <clears throat> individuals don't have an 800 number.
1: Uh, yeah, 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 it's true. Unless it was like the psychic hotline, I'd be like, do you know why I'm here? No. Then what good are you?
2: You should have called me if you knew I was calling. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know I was calling until Josh told me to call the number.
0: Very true. All right, what am I selling for my last products?
1: You are selling the hand job pen.
0: <laughs> hmm, interesting. Are you on a business trip all by yourself? Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're just really stressed, but you're all alone. You know what could feel good? A hand job, but your girl's not there to give it to you. Well, I have news for you. We now have the handjob pen. This pen with the click of a button will give you a quick hand job, a quickie. It'll feel good and release all that tension so you can go focus on the rest of your day. And this is no way in violation of any cheating codes or anything, so you can still be faithful. But if you act now, not only do you get the handjob pen, but we are going to throw in the
1: Sorry,
0: the exercise enema, the exercise enema. So after you've gotten your quick hand job, you might feel the need to exercise. (laughs) (laughs) So this exercise enema is a quick way to get your exercise in, to get your heart rate up, to get the blood pumping, but you got to call within the next hour. So, if you want to feel good, get that stress out, get that heart rate up, get that exercise in, call now. You may want to take a shower afterwards, but showers are not included. 1-800-653-8192. This has been your late night infomercials.
1: I'm not calling another sex hotline. What was that number again?
0: I don't remember. I just, <laughs> I literally <laughs> just spewed numbers out. <clears throat> Sorry.
2: I was going to call it, but now I don't remember.
0: Neither do I. I mean, literally, I made it up. You at least spelled something out.
2: Well, I had my phone out and I looked at the dang numbers to see what would spell it out.
1: I just remember 652.
0: Alright, no, Rick Spade, three. what's the last stuff you're going to sell us tonight? Are you
1: selling us tonight? That's <laughs> a good question. I'm very confused. I'm picking out the wrong pile.
2: Can I sell, Can I sell TP boots now?
1: Go for it. It'll give me a chance to reorganize.
2: Do you have that annoying person who you really want to just kick the living shit out of, but you don't want to get your fit your feet, your boot, your shoes dirty? Well, we have a product for you. It's called TP Boots. These boots go up to your knees. You can shove your foot so far up their ass, and your feet won't get dirty, because that's what the TP is for. TP boots. Kicking ass and keeping shoes clean since 1985.
1: Oh, yeah. Were you thinking about that one, were you?
2: Actually, I thought I could have done that one the first time, but you weren't sure I could.
0: You just proven to you that he can do it. Never doubt him.
1: Never okay, doubt I'm, him. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> <sighs> oh, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, do you ever get horny while you're at the beach? Every day. And maybe you just need to uh you just maybe need to cop a feel. Maybe you just need to rub one out. Whatever the case may be. Boy do I have the product for you. Tonight we are offering you the sand booty. That's right. A perfect spherical booty made of sand. You can get your anal delights done at the beach with the sand booty. But wait, there's more. If you act in the next 42 minutes, 33 seconds, we are going to give you the island latte. Ah, yes. You're on the beach. You're fucking that sand booty. And then you need yourself the nice island latte made with our nice coconut milk straight from the island with nice pineapples and mangoes from the island. Everything that you need in your island latte. So get your sand booty and your island latte now for forty nine ninety five by calling 1-800-654-3237. That's 1-800-654-3237. Or going to www.sandbooty.com.
2: I think I pass on the sand booty that sand would be coarse and hurt
1: and would get everywhere booty 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 booty, booty. <clears throat> All
3: right.
1: maybe, they, maybe they uh you know they heated it up and now it's glass and the inside and it's nice and smooth it's just the sand booties on the outside I don't know I didn't make the damn thing but that was the game of the week
0: Now it's time for a little bit of Southern Chow. Now, the Jazz can't be with us tonight because he is
2: currently racing.
0: But the Jazz had a a moment that I'm sure he'd love me to share because he had a victorious moment this afternoon.
2: He is in lap, or he is in position 19 right now.
0: So Jazz is part of a racing fantasy league that I'm in with Texas and Texas's son, and my brother and my father. And so we put our picks in right, and um, my dad and Jazz are like neck and neck with each other. And towards the end of the race, Jazz's driver had been doing really good, but he made a pit stop. And they lost his tire, and it rolled out on close to the track. They actually had to leave, throw a caution, which meant that Jazz's driver had to take a penalty, put a lap down. So naturally, my dad thought it was hilarious, thinking Jazz's day's done. So he told me to please send in the group checks, anyone see a tire. So I did, and I sent a, a gif of a rolling tire, thinking I was hilarious. And I don't know if the Jazz was that happy about it. However, later in the race, due to some cautions, Jazz's guy got in the lead lap and finished in the top 10, the only one of all of us to have a top 10 finish. And so, not missing a beat, Jazz said, when your fantasy driver finishes in the top 10, and then he sent us something that said, mmm, tastes like victory. So Jazz is in a really good mood today because he kicked butt in fantasy after having a big mishap that we made fun of him for. So that's why you should never make fun of anyone until you know for sure you can. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. You only make sure they're like friends and Re- people you know, quick. and they know you're not actually trying to purposely make fun of them. But you know, karma will bite you. Remember that karma will get you.
2: I will do a little bit of Southern charm for Mr. Jazz. Did anybody see the ratings for Joe Biden's first press or first speech to Congress as president? I was in days.
0: I wasn't around to watch it, so I only heard a few little things. But um, no, I have no idea. Were the ratings good, bad?
2: His ratings were only 11 million people. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wow, that's a real big number. You have to remember, this is the president who supposedly got the most votes in history of over 80 million. President Trump's first... State of the Union. State of the Union to Congress got over 40 million viewers.
0: Holy smokes.
2: And somehow Biden, the most popular president in U.S. history, only got 11 million. Will somebody tell me how Biden, Biden who somehow got 80 million votes, ended up with only 11 million people watching his crappy State of the Union? Uh,
0: and I thought is... Probably the people that some of the people voted for him aren't very happy with what he's doing, even though he's doing what he said he would do. I don't know if they. Well, and he, then he, um, is con-
2: he is continuing Trump's building of the wall, so that does have yeah, some that people not of very happy.
0: But the I bet a lot of people are upset about his ta- some of his tax plans. Um,
2: uh, hang on, hang on. Rick does not comment on on politics politics a lot, but he has his hand raised. All right. So I want to hear what he thinks. Me too. Go ahead, Rick.
0: Does he even know who our president is?
1: Yeah, Donald
2: Trump. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people wish that was true. Bill Clinton.
1: Harriet Truman.
0: I did not
2: have sexual relations with that woman.
0: So what do you got to say?
1: Okay. Out of curiosity, was Biden's speech on as many channels as Trump's was? Because Trump was on like 45 different fucking channels for his first speech.
0: Should have been. I would think it'd be on all the major I'm, I'm networks. I'm sure he and all was.
1: The, yeah. I just don't think I people. Didn't, I
2: it, didn't watch it because I didn't care. Well, I, I
1: didn't watch it either. But he, but the, it know. just makes you wonder because like I remember when Trump decided to speak, he was on all the local channels. You know, CBS, ABC, Fox, NBC. Up he until he be on up all until those.
2: the last year. Then all of a sudden it was like, oh, we don't want him in on these channels no more.
1: Right. But I'm saying when he first was on, he was on all the local channels. Then he was also on CBS, or not CBS, um, CNN, C-SPAN, Fox News. Somehow he ended up on like TBS and fucking, I'm sure he was even on Cartoon Network at one point. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just speculating. I'm just saying.
2: I, I'm sure he was because yeah. Biden is the is the president of the media company
1: well, so. and he's President of the United States and
0: they put him on all those channels when they do union address because even if even the Republican supporters want to see it so they can know what he's talking about and critique it. but I am um, just thinking, I don't know I didn't even I was busy. I'm sure a lot of people are busy. I don't think Biden's people are as excited about him as Trump supporters were excited about Trump. They just are like, we got our guy in. It's not Trump. We're happy now. We don't really care. I don't know. He's not as entertaining. I hear he had some interesting gaffes, which always cracks me up. But um, I would have watched it if I was busy and I remembered. I don't, I, I'll don't. hear what he has I, to say. I saying. just want to
2: point out, like I said, Trump's, Trump's first one, 40 million people. Biden's first one, 11 million people. I don't think he won that election. And supposedly, I guess Arizona is their Republican-led state Senate is going to hand-count the votes.
0: Now that makes a difference now. It would be interesting to know.
2: Well, think of it. If if Biden actually did lose Arizona, think of all the other states that they lied about.
0: What would you do if they counted it and it was perfect? Michigan,
2: Georgia, Pennsylvania. I mean I maybe, don't know.
0: Maybe it's not a bad I... thing. If they counted it and it was pretty much right on, then maybe everyone would feel a little better. Like, okay. I mean, really...
2: What if know. they weren't? Well, what if they're off? What if they're off, say, two hundred thousand from what it originally was? <laughs> well, we got some that,
0: problems then that we're gonna have to solve before the next and election. And that's
2: like, and that's like the number that Biden won by.
0: Yeah, then we would have a, a problem. But I doubt that's what they'll find. But you never know. All right, I think I think we did um, jazz really well in Southern Charm. You know, now it's uh, time for a kind of exciting top five. I'm looking forward to seeing what everyone has. We probably all have the same, similar things, but here we go.
3: Five!
0: All right, in this one-year edition of the top five, we're going to go over our top five favorite moments, things, segments, top five favorite stuff about the podcast. And I don't know, did Jazz or anyone, or um, Captain B have anything this this time or is it just us
2: i i did not get anything did you get anything rick he's looking Nope.
0: Nope. all right well let's start with texas
2: all right number five was something rick and i accidentally came across on our best of show and that was Jazz's Highland competition, where we came up with the ending of Southern Charm, the hoot. Because we didn't know about that. We just watched those videos, and then, yeah, that just popped up. And that was live on show. That was not. We didn't watch it before, and then watch it, and we... that was live on show.
3: Hmm. Very
0: true. I remember that. Well, Number
2: four it. was Jay Hizzle's two uh, definitions of abstract jellyfish. And then after the first one, saying asking his friend Amanda, hey, you're a painter. Have you tried that? Him not remembering. <laughs> him not remembering. And then Rick pulling up that clip and showing him.
1: Sounds like me. It was also great that you did the exact same definition twice,
2: pretty much. Yeah, and you didn't even remember it. Number three was the entire game of promo class that Rick had us do because that was hilarious. We had a good time doing it. I think oh, we came yeah. up with with uh, pontoon fest, uh, bird palooza, something like that. It was just a lot of fun doing that segment. Uh, Number two is a deadlock tie, and that is Jay Hizzle's definitions of rim job and wop. (laughs) I believe I believe it was rim job that had Brian go full Kermit.
0: Good times,
2: which is now an Urban Dictionary definition full Kermit is. And I still love the fact that my ringtone for Jay Hizzle is the remix that was made of him asking for a rim job. I don't it's
0: find that as funny. funny as he does.
2: Uh, I find it hilarious. But I do find it funny one, when
0: it goes off in the middle of a store or someplace where it can embarrass him.
2: That don't embarrass me no more. And number one, my favorite part of this whole show, and the reason I love doing this, the reason... I'm happy we're doing this show. is because I get to talk to two or three of my best friends every single week. Just talking, having a good time. And that makes me feel real good. When I moved down here in 2002, we didn't have anything like this. So I went a long time without talking to my friends. That's actually before like a lot of cell phones and stuff like that. And I went from having friends coming down here and not having very many friends that's really cool and now I get to talk to my friends every single week for two and a half hours every week and I just it, it, it's what I look forward to every week
0: mm-hmm. that is the most fun part about this I agree crap now I just gave it away Um, don't worry my I have my five coming up <laughs> Rick what about you
1: oh man you know There are so many moments from the show and I mean, so many and it was so hard to narrow it down to five, but, um, believe it or not for me, um, number five was the first time we ever did idiot salesman. Mm. Just some, just some of the stuff that we, uh, you know, that was hilarious. We were all laughing to the point where we were almost crying.
2: I believe I had, like, the Bible net, and then I had something slavery, which was just completely messed up.
1: And it was hilarious to me because I was just like, I'd like to see your way out of this one, you know? I but found a... a way.
2: I found oh, a way.
1: Oh, I know. But it was just, it was so much fun. It was to the point where we were almost crying. Um, my number four... Believe it or not, you would think it would be higher on the list, but it wasn't, um, was the whole rim job wop thing. It, it's on there, but, you know, it, it t- like, it's hilarious. Like, it's still one of my uh, r- ringtones as well. Funny story, when we were in Pittsburgh, Jay was like, hey, do you want me to text your ticket to you? And I go, okay, not remembering that that was my text tone for him. A- and all of a sudden, while we're on the top of the parking job, sir, can I have a rim job, please? And all of a sudden, you just look at him and he's, like, shaking his head, like, why? Just why? Uh. So it's forever etched in stone, obviously. Um, my number three is the Little Nitro Challenge. To me... Trying to find something that was just ridiculous that I could do for the show. That clip alone has 114 views just on Facebook. Not to mention the show itself. You know, to me, it showed something different um, that we could do. My number two, obviously, is spending time with you guys. You know, working third shift was really hard for me at the time when we started doing this. And with Brian coming back home and Justin coming back home, like, I really got to spend more time with these guys, you know, because they're two of my best friends. And then I started getting back into touch with Texas. You know, we started talking more and I'm glad that I'm around every week and that we're doing these group texts and we're constantly talking about stuff for the show and random stuff in our lives. And I really think this brought us all closer together again. And my number one is creating content for the show. Like a lot of people don't know this, but I do a lot of stuff for the show that nobody sees. Um for example, I made the logo. For, I made the logo for the show. People I, see that.
2: I, hang on one second, if I can, Rick. This is the this is Jay Hizzle's ringtone,
1: which I made. Can you
0: give me a ringtone, please? <laughs> to dildo. That's why I'd be careful on what I say on the show now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, a lot of people don't know. Like, I do a lot of stuff for the show. Like I made the logo for the show. Um
0: the entire YouTube channel.
1: The entire YouTube channel. Um when we came up with the name, like we were arguing for weeks, months about, "Hey, what should we name the show?" Was it about?
0: more like brainstorming? I don't think it was arguing.
1: It took a long time before I finally convinced you guys that we needed to do That's Pod true. Damn Idiots because we were like, because we were like, "Oh, we're gonna call it the Four Idiots Podcast," or, or, th- th- uh, three Michiganders and one Texan, and I was like, one day I just said, "No, I like the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast." Like I kept on saying, "Pod Damn It," like everywhere, and it just stuck with me. You know, um, so like doing the logo, um, if you guys don't remember when the week before B-Slow's wedding, um, I created the Space Odyssey script that we did, Mm -hmm. you know, I took, I took a lot of time in doing that. Um, the random pornhub comments, the outros and, uh, intros for the show.
2: I I started helping out with the random pornhub comments,
1: you know, but I've just I've done so much and it's great because it gets my creative juices flowing. Like I start thinking about stuff and then I start brainstorming and I start storyboarding. Like that's how I came up with the intro video for the Poddam Idiots Podcast that you can find on YouTube and Facebook. Like I storyboarded everything out and I literally spent hours like just doing those little things like getting the fucking bus going from one side to the other on the pod damn pit stop. I mean, if you look at the evolution of our first intro video to now, like, we have come a long way. And I'm glad that I had this platform to, you know, get my ability to get my uh, creativity to where it needs to be so I can, you know, do these fun and entertaining things. So, yeah, that's my number one, and that's my top five.
2: Uh, Real quick, I do want to say I did have honorable mentions. Little Nitro Challenge was one of them because Rick – he did not pre-record that. He literally did that right in front of us and then almost died by the end of the show.
1: I did. Like the I end still- of the
2: show, all you see is his couch and he's laying on the ground below his couch. Every now and then he just puts his hand up to let us know he was
1: there. I'm still here. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not dead yet. Don't eat hot stuff. I'm going to die now.
2: Also, also, my uh, honorable mention is pretty much every time Jay Hizzle would say something about Urban Dictionary, and he'd go, "Yeah, me and Amanda used to do something like this, and or me and Amanda's sister, Amanda and her sister, and it's just always like a dirty thing, and he's just oblivious to it, and it's just, it just makes everything fun."
0: Uh, I do say things that I shouldn't say sometimes.
2: By the way, we got a group chat, we got a group text this week. Hey guys, what's the shocker?
0: Yes, that's true. Um, that's because we were at uh <laughs> we were at dinner, and all the Michigan group because we're all friends and stuff we're sitting together, and then one of the financial advisors said, "Hey, do you know what a shocker is?" And then they're like, "You're young. Do you know what a shocker is?" They didn't know. I'm like, "I'm not sure." I'm like, "But I have a group of friends that probably knows. <laughs> I'll ask them."
2: You well, guys did not disappoint. Like three seconds. Me too. And I it, sh- me, Rick and Brian all texted back within within a minute.
0: So here we are having like a business dinner, right? And they're just like a presentation and I show them the phone. <laughs> Start cracking up. I show my dad and everyone cuz people are like how do I think only one person knew what it was. No one else did. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. And then um let's see what's So then the the guy who's in charge like who's who um, does all the training for us and who's our mentor and stuff. So they're like, do you know what a shocker is? And he he holds up his fingers. <laughs> Except for he did it wrong first. And then someone did it like this, and they're like, oops, no, that's not right. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. But um, it was pretty hilarious. And then they were telling jokes about it all night, and... We got a kick out of it. So thank you guys for not letting me down on knowing things that I don't know why, you know. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. That's what we're here for. We are, the, we are the dirty angels on your shoulder.
0: <laughs> so um, my very favorite thing is hanging out when, with you guys, obviously, every week. And um, it's just great. I get to hang out with my friends every week. Like you said, it's always something to look forward to. I know sometimes we're up a little later than we probably want to be, but that's just because life's busy. But um, but anyway, so outside of that, some honorable mentions. Uh, obviously, I, I the Pornhub, especially when we read it in different voices, is hilarious. Rick reminded me of the Space Odyssey. That was a lot of fun. Um, I liked that episode where we were all actually live at the Hemplex Studios. That was that pretty was the,
1: cool. That, that was the Space Odyssey episode.
0: Yeah, so I guess it all goes together. But it was just so cool. We are all there at the
2: same time. I also like the one where we all got drunk.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool too. We'll do that again when we and we, and we almost had a three-hour podcast.
0: That part was probably a little rough for the listeners. Like, I want to go to bed. Well, I guess you could listen to it and turn it on and off throughout the days or whatever. But
2: well, I got guys who listen to it at work, and they're like, "Thank God," because it lasts two hours or so. It keeps me occupied during work. Um, dad jokes,
0: obviously. I, lo- I the dad jokes are probably one of the best things that we have going.
2: <laughs> I just crack myself up.
0: Um <laughs> After Bite Me, the Ducks. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, I really liked the the episode, the Beaver Island episode. And that was when um I think we had a bunch of people on because my friend Angela was on the show and then we had Brian and Chelsea and you guys were on, and I just thought that was kind of a fun. I just remember it being hilarious. Part of it was because I was probably drinking a lot. But uh, let's see here. Number five, the poddamn Damn um, Idiot World Championship belt when Rick revealed the belt that he had won, and he showed the video of him beating all of us in weird and strange ways.
1: The, the poddamn Damn tournament was hilarious.
0: Yes, that was really good. I remember I, got to, I was sleeping one, he snuck into my house, and then one, two, three, and snuck out. So that, that you know, was pretty my, good.
1: My, my, my favorite part was I when, I when I did these, a little peek behind the curtain, when I did these, I didn't tell them why I was doing it. I just said, hey, I need to pin you on the ground. Will you just do this for me?
0: <laughs> he, he didn't like, say that to me. He said, can you pretend to sleep on the couch? But...
1: Well, well, here, well, here's what happened. I was at B-Slow's, and I was like, I was like, hey, go to, or will you just lay down, and I'm going to record you and just say, hey, I've fallen and I can't get up. And then I'll just be like, I'll help you. I'm just going to have somebody randomly come in with a referee shirt and count one, two, three. Didn't say why. And then I'm at Jay's house, and I was like, hey, will you pretend that you're sleeping? And then I'm just pop up out of nowhere like a fucking The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and fucking one, two, three – And then I was like, well, how the fuck am I going to pin Texas? And I literally spent like a day thinking about this. And I had this like brainstorm. I was like, oh, my God, I'll put his face on a tablet. And I was like, I was like, but I should really get him to talk. And I was like, wait, he could freeze. this
2: This was after the hotel episode where I was having a horrible Wi-Fi connection.
1: Oh, right, yeah, yeah. so so everyone would believe that he froze in the middle of doing this. So I was like, I'll just pin him on a wrestling buddy that I still had from 1986.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So you know, it was like it was great to me. I had a lot of fun doing it, putting it together, and I'm glad that I made this belt. Although eventually I will get Poddam Idiot World Champion 2.0, which will actually have embeveled. Gold and some other stuff because that's what's in my head right now.
0: Yeah, It'll be pretty sweet when I win that one.
1: What? I'll I'll, I'll what? let you fight over I'll let you fight over the old version.
2: What? What? Um, the old version will be the Poddam Intercontinental Championship.
0: My my um that was my number five. My number four was Urban Dictionary, especially the Rim Job and the WAP episode. You guys teach me so <laughs> many weird, crazy things. Um, but those nights where we're just all laughing out of control is pretty fun. <laughs> um, which rem- which brings me to number three, which is similar. It's when Captain B was laughing so hard he was kermiting. I made me laugh. I feel like we were all almost crying. That was <laughs> that was just so much fun.
1: But by the, by the way, before you go to number two, number uh, two, the, the the Beaver Island episode was episode twenty one. Disturbing guest stars on vacation with vinegar strokes and alcohol.
0: Yes, that was, <laughs> that was pretty funny. I, mean, I, I need to listen to that one back. I should watch that one back, actually. I forget. I can go back in time and watch these. Um, And then number two would have to be Rick eating the super hot gummy bear because that was, I mean, it was insane. It was crazy. I'm like, I, I can't believe he's about to do this. We're about to watch something awful happen to our friend, but he's doing it on purpose for entertainment. So is it awful? Cool. I don't know.
2: Well at first he was like, Oh, it's not that bad. It's, it's only nine times hotter than a jalapeno or something like that. Like he's he, he doesn't read that it's nine million Scoville. Like he's thinking yeah. it's like he's thinking it's like nine hundred Scoville or something like that. Right.
1: Where- no, 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 and it's like I knew it was really, really hot and for some reason I'm just like I'm like, I know I'm saying this and I'm like it doesn't sound like this is right. I need to read it again. Because I knew it was supposed to be like the hottest pepper in the world that it was infused with. But for whatever reason, I had a brain fart.
0: And then you guys ready for my favorite? And he was
1: like, he was just about to put it in his mouth. And then
2: he's like, shit, nine million Scoville. Oh, wait. Oh, well, too late now.
0: And my number one, that time when Texas thought that Spock was a character in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) And with that, I think Texas is getting angry.
2: I'm angry. And it's time to tell somebody to bite me.
3: Bite me. Ah! Bite me. Bite me.
0: Ah. Bite me.
3: BITE ME! Ah! BITE ME!
2: And
0: now it's time for BITE ME! Featuring Jay Hissor! Texas! Rick Spade! And the one and only over. Take it away, Texas.
3: <laughs> <Ducks>. <laughs>
0: it's funny when I forget about them.
1: Which is funny because you just <laughs> said it in your fucking honorable mentions. <laughs> I love the ducks, and then you're like,
2: "Oh, take it away, Texas!" <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the ducks. And oh, not man. only did I think Spock was a member of Star Wars, I called myself Jay Hizzle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you all get confused some nights.
2: I was—I I forgot who I was at the beginning of this episode.
1: Um. You, you you all look the same. It's fine.
2: Yeah, white people all look alike. All right, Jay Hizzle, you're known for the first world issues of bite me so let's see what you have this week
0: i've done this one before but i'm gonna redo it then because it's just kind of annoying
2: and that is when you're
0: driving on the freeway and people are driving slow in the fast lane guys it's called the fast lane for a reason you can't be holding up all the traffic because you want to go 65 in a 70 all right here's the deal If you want to go that slow, that's perfectly fine for me. I understand 65 is, like, one of the best speeds to go to get great gas mileage. That is so cool, all right? But after you pass that semi, don't just keep going in the fast lane because now we got to try to get around you and go to the right, and then you get those crazy Illinois drivers that are going to probably try to cut you or someone off. It's a dangerous situation. If you want to drive slow, go to the right lane, also known as the slow lane, and stay there. If you want to pass a semi... Once you get to it, you can go to the fast lane when it's clear, go past the semi, back to the slow lane. All right? So you people in the fast lane that are driving super slow, you can bite me.
2: Also, I'd like to add on to that. If you people are not using the access ramp to get up to highway speed and you hit the highway going 45, 50 miles an hour and then you want to get in front of me who's going the speed limit or faster... You can bite me too.
0: That's a good one. I hate, especially when you're trying to get on the freeway and you're behind a car that's going 45. You're like, great, now I'm in danger. <laughs> that's a good one.
2: All right. I always enjoy this time of the show. Rick,
1: Guzzlebird, what do you guys have? Oh, boy. Before I get to my bite me, I forgot to tell a story at the beginning of the show and I need to tell it right now.
2: Oh
0: boy.
1: Okay. It's probably because I'm drunk now. But, anyways, so.
0: Aren't you just drinking get- water?
1: Fuck no, I huh. got my Moscow Mule, he bitch. He's got his new favorite, he's got his new favorite podcasting drink. I get confused. Moscow Mule, bitch. Anyways, my kids wanted McDonald's for dinner. <laughs> that should be a saying now. I need that nice t-shirt. Moscow Mule, bitch. Sorry. Moving on. Alright, so anyways, so my kids wanted McDonald's for dinner. So I go into the McDonald's over by my house, and while I'm there and while i'm there there's a fire and rescue car right in front of us right in the um in the drive-through so they go through and they order their food Ah! and then i get mine and then they go into speedway and i thought i seen somebody i know pull into the speedway so I, i pulled in the speedway too and then they ended up pulling out so the person must have ended up like only needed something really quick okay go away Anyways, so anyways, so I go behind them and they're driving the same way I am because uh, their precinct is over by my house. And I got the windows down and all of a sudden I hear, fuck, no fries. And then they pull into the car wash, whip around and go back toward the way of the McDonald's. So I just thought that was hilarious. And I can't believe I forgot to mention it at the beginning of the show. You must have,
2: you must have been driving real close
1: to them to hear that. I was right behind them. But he was pretty loud because their windows were down and so were mine. All of a sudden I heard, fuck my fries. It's, so,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's a first world issue for sure.
1: Oh, that wasn't even a bite me. I just wanted to point out that he said, fuck my fries. But it's just. <laughs> All right. So. Once again, this goes out to women.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I'm going to piss off all three of our listeners. Ladies, if you are going to consistently complain about your men, or you're going to whine about shit that's happening on Facebook, like, oh, I'm not getting attention, whatever, or you're going to tell someone that, hey, my boyfriend is controlling or manipulative, or they don't pay attention to you. Or whatever. Stop dating those type of fucking men. Jesus Christ. Have you ever learned that there are good guys out in this world that are going to treat you right? But yet, you continuously go for the same type of fucking people. Seriously, get it together. For those guys who are assholes that are treating women like shit so they don't date nice guys. You motherfuckers can bite me.
3: Okay. I feel better. Guzzle is...
0: Yeah, Guzzle.
1: What a fuck face.
2: Who are you referring to, Guzzle?
1: I don't know. I'm drunk too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't
2: tell. You were just eating a little kid's face like five seconds ago.
1: He's my best friend. Okay. This goes out to people who go grocery shopping. When you go grocery shopping and you decide that you're going to get so much shit in your fucking shopping cart that it looks like a fucking mound of shit in your shopping cart. I'm talking hundreds of items I don't even know how you fit all that shit in the shopping cart. And then, and then, you decide to cut in front of somebody in the self-checkout lane who has five items. Five. I had five items. I had a Coke. I had a Reese cup. I had some spray paint. I had some condoms. Five items. You cut in front of me. I stood in line for 45 minutes because you don't know how to bag your shit. You can
2: bite me. I always enjoy Guzzlebird's bite me's.
1: Are you okay? <laughs> okay.
2: Um, I, I did get another text from Jazz. He sent me his bite me for the week. Hey, for he says he wants to... Uh, he said, bite me to squash. He said they're just weird looking, and they make him angry. So he said squash can bite him.
1: Speaking, Very weird. Speaking of bite me's, uh, B-Slow said, crackheads who run around and then steal boats can bite me.
2: You know, it's understandable. Hmm. Okay. No, when you, uh earlier when you said Moscow Mule Bitch, it reminded me of this. I, I've been watching Doom that's Patrol. Right. I've been catching up because I have HBO Max. And there's one episode where, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone, where this guy like punches a mouse or a rat and he just goes, squeak, squeak, motherfucker. I just, that, when you said Moscow Mule Bitch, just reminded me of that. And I thought that scene was pretty funny. All right. So, that's might that's bite bad. me. Goes out to a very not special piece of shit lady. Joy Bayhart. Hmm. You have on your show, the piece of crap view, have once admitted to wearing blackface, And you even showed a picture of it. And you said you were trying to be a lovely black woman. And then Donald Trump Jr. goes on there. And says you had you went blackface, and you vehemently denied ever doing blackface, even though you previously admitted it on your show. And now you have the gall to try to explain to a black um, conservative what systemic racism is. That is the problem with the white liberal. They try to tell every black person how they should feel or what something is that should offend black people. White liberals, mainly you, Joy Behar, you're supposed to be funny. I think you're just an annoying piece of shit on a piece of shit talk show. You can bite me.
1: I won't lie to you. I'm so out of touch. I don't know who that is.
2: She's an old piece of shit supposed to be comedian on The View. You know that show where just four bitches talk and lay eggs and yell at people who don't believe their political views?
3: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Y'all can bite me.
0: All right. Well, Texas has gotten his anger out now. And now it's that time of the show where we have no idea what we're going to hear or learn about. But we know it's going to be great.
1: Take it away, dog. All right. I'm going to do two things here. First, for my segment, I want to thank everyone so far who has been here for the Poddam Idiots podcast. All the viewers. The fact that we've had almost a thousand uh, views. Um, Audio Lee, we've had thousands of views. Video and I just want to thank everybody for that. you. But, I I but now I might piss some people off because I'm going to review Mortal Kombat.
2: Don't you do it. I'm doing it. I can, tell by the, I can tell by the sound of your sigh there you did not like it.
1: It has been a while since I've watched some movies straight through. And I decided I was going to watch Mortal Kombat. Now I had been the new one, right? For this. Yes.
0: I watched it now, too. Let's let's hear.
1: Now I had been excited for this because I watched the original. I watched the sequel. I haven't watched the little. Uh, can,
2: can we can we agree the sequel sucked?
1: Yeah. Um, I even watched the little um extra little trailer things that they did for the Mortal Kombat um that I seen, there was like little 10, 15 minute clips of like different characters or whatever, um, or two minute clips, whatever it was. It was like some little serious thing. Um, I even went and watched the live action Mortal Kombat at the K- Wing Stadium back in the 1990s with my three, or with my two cousins and my dad.
0: Wow. So you're a big okay. Mortal Kombat fan.
1: Okay. So I did a lot. Involving Mortal Kombat. So I had high expectations for this. But um, I did not like it. Really? And here's why. I thought that the fatalities were good. Don't get me wrong. I liked the way some of that had happened.
2: Here's. Uh, Real quick, I I just want to throw this out there before you say anything. Spoiler alert! If you have not watched the new Mortal Kombat, you may hear something that, that pertains to the movie. You might not like it. So if you don't want to listen to it, fast forward maybe two, three minutes into the show, maybe longer. If Rick's still talking Mortal Kombat, you know, keep going. But spoiler alert. So You yeah. may continue.
1: I thought the fatalities were good. I like the way that they did some of the stuff, like, you know, the, um, the hat saw for example. I'm not gonna say who got cut, whatever. You know what's going on.
2: I it thought was that was I, pretty rad.
1: Here's what I didn't like. The story felt a little bit long and drawn out. I also didn't like the fact that I had to do a lot of rating for subtitles. Yes, I understand. They were Chinese <laughs> or Japanese characters, okay?
0: Mostly at the beginning.
1: Okay. Here's what pissed me off. For the whole movie, I thought Cole was Scorpion. Just to find out that, no, Scorpion just rises out of hell out of nowhere. Okay? So that pissed me off. I didn't like the little quips of the whole, like, fatality, flawless victory, Kano wins. Okay? I
2: kind of, I, I, dug, I dug that.
1: Okay, I like the Kano wins.
2: Kano wins. Fucking to me, beauty.
1: to me, if they would have done, like, the whole, like, whoever wins flawless victory thing with like the whole tournament thing. And you had like an announcer doing that, that would have been okay. But to have like a character go flawless victory, like some little like smug cheesy fucking 1980s movie took me out of the whole thing. Okay. And then the fact that there really wasn't a tournament and that we're going to go with a whole sequel with uh, Johnny Cage and everything. I don't know. It made me feel like I was watching Um, what was the name of that fucking movie? Um, it was that fucking horror movie. It'll come to me in a second. You know, it was based off of, like, a Japanese horror movie, and at the very end... The Grudge? um, The Grudge. Okay? I go through the whole movie, they set the motherfucker on fire, and then the fucking girl's still alive at the end of it. Okay? Took me out of the whole movie. It reminded me of that time, because I went into the movie theater... I went with uh, my ex-girlfriend and everything. And at the end of the movie, everybody groaned like, ah, oh, really, this is how it ended? That's how it felt for me. I did not like it. It had good moments. Other than that, I thought that it was uh, ill set up. It could have been better done. I'm giving it a 3 out of 5.
0: Okay, that's fair. I don't really watch a lot of Mortal Kombat, so I just I saw the movie and I had good special effects and action, and I'm like, cool, I like it. But I, I didn't watch or play the game, so I can't really judge from the, like a fan perspective. I can just judge from a, I just watched a movie and I enjoyed it perspective.
2: I, I watched the first one, and I really enjoyed it, the first one with the, the original cast. I hated, I hated Annihilation, which really kind of shocked me to find out that One of our friends, Brandon Benfield, really liked that movie. And he's normally really strict on the movies he likes and dislikes. And he said he loved that movie. And I was kind of shocked by that because I thought that movie was garbage. I thought it was like uh, Ghost Rider 2. I don't know if you've ever seen Ghost Rider 2, but Ghost Rider 2 is pure, utter trash, just garbage, just shit. But I really like this one. Um, I know Cole they were trying to make is like an original character. Like, I don't think he's in any of the Mortal Kombat. He could be. I'm not sure. That's just something I read, but
1: as far as I know, he's an original character.
2: I kind of like that. I like the fact that he came from the lineage of Scorpion and, uh, when his blood got on the dagger that Scorpion's get over here thing was brought Scorpion back from hell. I really liked that. I thought that was really cool.
1: Um, See I like that too but at the same time as soon as like like you sit there and you see him getting like that like hard leathery like vest on his fucking body I'm thinking okay he's going to be scorpion because he's got the lineage and then all of a sudden scorpion comes out of hell so it's like okay well then who the fuck is this character then like I don't understand what his powers are like it just I was like basically he absorbs
2: hits and turns them into the energy is what I is what I gathered from watching the movie My biggest issue with the movie, and it's not even the tournament thing, because I can understand the bad guys trying to cheat, killing the people before the tournament even starts. I can understand that. My biggest issue is they killed Goro. And it wasn't even Johnny Cage or Liu Kang or Scorpion that did it. It was fucking Cole. Yes, I understand Cole is like the main character of that movie, but they... They kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Goro should not have died in the first movie. I know he'll probably be back, and so will Sub Zero in one of the next ones. Again, spoiler alert! I warned you at the beginning. You um, did. It's true. But I, I did. I like that movie. I, I kind of give it four and a half stars out of five.
0: All right, it's that time for tweets of the week.
3: <laughs>
0: All right. It's time for some dad jokes. There's only one thing I don't like about ordering duck in a Chinese restaurant. The bill. (laughs) I think my neighbor's stalking me. She's been Googling my name on her computer. I saw it through my telescope last night. It's funny because he's actually stalking her. But anyway. Yeah. I'm trying to organize a hide and seek tournament. But good players are really hard to find. Oh my gosh. It's a windmill joke. Two giant windmills are on a hilltop. One turns to the other and asks, what kind of music do you like? The other one says, I'm a really big metal fan. Get it? You're a big metal fan because they're giant windmills? Oh, man. My mom was a radiologist. She met my dad when he came in for an x-ray. I wonder what she saw in him. That's a good one, too. The doc asked me if I reduced the cigarettes that I smoke. Yes, I replied. They're definitely shorter by the time I'm finished them. Did you hear about this new restaurant called Karma? There's no menu. You get what you deserve. And I got two more for you here. Neighbor rang on doorbell at 3 a.m. My neighbor rang on my doorbell at 3 a.m. Can you believe it? Luckily, I was still up playing the drums. And last but not least... My dentist told me, this might hurt a little bit. Are you ready? I said, yes, I'm ready. He said, I'm sleeping with your wife.
2: <laughs> okay, I wasn't expecting that. That was decent.
0: <laughs> I figured I, figure I had to end with that one. All right, and let's take a look at a classic Trump tweet to finish things out. I didn't really see any new Arnold tweets, but this was Trump back when, um, in the world of Donald Trump, it's patriotic to wear a face mask, even when you spent months denying it's necessary. Here's what he said. We are united in our efforts to defeat the invisible China virus. And many people say that it is patriotic to wear a face mask when you can't socially distance. There is nobody more patriotic than me, your favorite president. That was on July 20th of 2020. Oh, man. That that Trump. He's something else. Well, all right. Those were my tweets of the week. Pum pam Guzzle Bird, Guzzle Bird. What is the word
3: What does everybody
2: want? Bread What does everybody need? Bread
1: God, suck my... oh, Banana bread. bread. Never mind. Never mind. Um. It tastes
3: okay, so
2: I'll, good. I almost a... forgot I sung out a snow song.
1: I did. Okay, I only got a couple of snow tweets. I found my first gray pubic here today. Normally these things don't bother me, but it was in my Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, God.
0: Took you a minute, didn't it? Pardon my friend. He's a little slow. That's me. That's Texas pardoning me.
2: Well, I <laughs> might be a little delayed. My computer's been messing up all night.
0: Oh, we're all I slow. the
2: internet this time, not the actual computer.
1: Because that's what people say. Okay. Uh-huh. Don't you hate it when you clean out your freezer and find people you don't even recognize? <clears throat>
0: That's a cannibalism or a murder joke.
1: Thank you, Mr. Hizzle.
0: You're welcome. I wanted to point that out.
1: <clears throat> Jessica, what are you doing? Me. I'm pouring super glue into a nonstick pan. Somebody is about to be wrong. <laughs>
0: Sorry, it's kind of funny.
1: I thought so. Hey, Jay Hizzle. Yeah? What's the difference between a guitar and a fish?
0: A guitar rocks and a fish swims?
2: Oh, I know, I know, I know. No, 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 you are not ruining my joke. You
1: can't tune a fish. (laughs) Ah, ah,
0: ah, ah. Okay, that's good, that's good.
1: Okay, now for Jurassic Park. I haven't even checked this in a week. I don't know if they've actually put anything out. Let's they
3: find
1: have. out. Oh, yeah, they have. We use the dinosaur machine to make Elon Musk's toupee. To the person who was wearing the little Reformation midi dress today at the park, I can tell you have a fatty DM me. got a second dinosaur come check it out we've only had one dinosaur this whole time until now alright two more our advice for people who want to get into theme park business don't put it on a freaking island you have to take, like, six boats to get here.
0: The bigger problem is if you have to get away.
1: And finally, to go with that, we were literally forced into opening our theme park on an island. It's so much more expensive to, uh, to do all of this on an island. And the dinosaurs look like shit today. And those are the Jurassic Park Tweets.
0: Oh, it's time to take our audience to a very low point. And me as well. Yeah. It's that time.
3: The
1: Serpent Dictionary Definition of the Week. Take it away, Texas.
2: Alright. Luckily this week, thanks to our Computer tech, Mr. Jazz. My computer is running a lot better, and I'm able to pull up the Urban Dictionary words. Oh, yeah. Jay Hizzle. Yeah. I'm not sure why this word means what it means, but can you tell me what chime means? C-H-I-M-E. Chime.
0: Chime. Chime rhymes with time, and I'm pretty sure it means it's time to rhyme. So, you know, you know, when they have those rap battles, you know, they go and they rap and there's like one person and they're like, yeah, your mama's a hoe. You got to go. And then the one's like, no, she's not. She's really hot. You know, and then they they go back and forth and battle. Right. So they actually before the battle, when they're in their locker rooms, there's a chime that goes and they're like, it's time to chime. So chime means it's time to do the rapping rhyme competition. Chime.
2: All right, then.
0: So that's I'm why it means what it means. That Did that help you?
1: Though. No, I'm good. Go ahead.
2: All right. Again, I do not know why this one means what it means, but it's what was on Urban Dictionary. Chime, the act of two males slapping their bare penises together. No, well, mine was, was
0: definitely fighting. right. It has to do with the rhyme competition. That's That's... Wrong. That's just two dudes that did something they probably didn't mean to, so they thought they would make a word.
2: Yeah, but it's not, it's not gay. It's chime, baby.
0: Yeah, it's chime, baby. No, that's rap. Con- they gotta start rapping then. But we can't have one word because <clears throat> there's a second one out there.
3: It's
1: the bonus Take it
2: away, Texas. All right, We're do the bonus, dude. Bonus Urban Diction Definition of the Week. I cannot say that for some reason. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out to the Urban Dictionary sponsor, Dirty Rib Job, for joining us and uh, providing us with the sponsor for the Urban Dictionary. So you can get – don't forget to get your Dirty Rib Job grill seasoning. You can get it in the original Dirty Rib Job, the spicy Dirty Sanchez are the fish flavor the Dirty Trouser Trout. All available on com? Can anybody tell me what an angel's touch is? Oh.
0: I'm pretty sure this is actually a really nice term. So an angel's touch is when um, you're just feeling down and out. Maybe you're feeling like, you know, things aren't going your way, life's in the gutter, maybe you got sick or something. It just, right, life's really rough. And God will send out an angel, your guardian angel usually, and you'll get the angel's touch, and that's going to just help make things all better. It's actually a very nice term.
2: Mr. Spade.
1: So, it's going to sound really fucked up, but I'm just going to roll with it because... This is the first thing that came to my mind. So, Angel is actually a cross dresser.
0: Wow, he went totally different
1: direction than I did. I already like where this is going. <laughs> so, an Angel's touch is when you find a cross dresser. Maybe his name is Bob or Steve, I don't know. But when he's in his alternate form, she likes to go by Angel. And she goes up to you at a bar somewhere and she just maybe rubs her hand gently down your back. And then, uh, you know, she gives you that little angel's touch. And then later you find out she has a penis. Angel's touch.
2: Just call me angel in the morning, baby.
0: Oh, you're my angel. You're my darling angel. Okay, so which one of us is right?
2: Neither. Angels touch. When you are peeing or shitting and your dick touches the urinal slash toilet where other dicks probably have been.
0: Wow. That's all I have to say is wow. You know what? Now that we've done this and we've brought you to a low spot, I have some inspirational quotes that I would like to share. Yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. Today's a gift of God, which is why we call it the present. Bill Keene said that, and that makes a lot of sense. I like that because yesterday is history. We have no idea what's coming tomorrow. It's a mystery, but it's a gift of the present. And every day we wake up, we're lucky to be alive. And I know a lot of time we forget about that because we have so much, you know, excitement or. Crazy things, or we're nervous, or upset, but every day's a gift. I really like this one because I feel like I feel like there's a lot of times it applies to me. I have not failed; I've just found ten thousand ways that don't work. That that's me right there. Um, Thomas Edison said that, so I thought that was pretty cool. And the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. The opposite of art is not ugliness, it's indifference. The opposite of faith is not hearsay, it's indifference. And the opposite of life is not death, it's indifference. I'm not really sure exactly what all that meant, but um, Ellie Weasel said that. I just read the start and I'm like, this might be going somewhere. And now I'm like,
3: ah, ah.
0: <laughs> So I can't end with that one. Ooh. George Eliot said, it's never too late to be what you might have been. Well, I like that one. It's never too late to live your life. All right. And let's end with the Dr. Seuss. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own, and you know what you know, and you are the one who will decide where to go. The great Dr. Seuss. And those are... My inspirational quotes of the night for episode 52.
2: You don't always get the closure you want, but you will always get the outcome you need. Everything happens for a reason. Everything that hurts shall pass. R.M. Drake. And I want to take this time to thank everybody who's watched or listened to this. Uh, mom dad Fremont uh, I know Jazz listens to this every week I believe Brandon Benfield listens to this every week for everybody who's watched listened just I want to thank you very much for your support thank you for telling your friends please keep it up Um, this was only the first year we have many more of these in front of us I believe unless something drastic happens like I lose my head which could happen any day who knows um also remember you cannot turn a hoe into a housewife
0: yes thank you everyone for listening to us and i hope you've been inspired by our advice and remember spock is from star trek
2: shut up don't kill me that was an accident i got a little ahead of myself and my mouth was speaking faster than my brain could think But uh, yeah, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. So if you're friends with benefits with somebody and they don't really want a relationship, that's fine. Because if you get into one, they may just cheat on you because you can't turn a hoe into a housewife.
0: Rick, what do you got for us to close us out of episode number 52?
1: All right, I only got two. No matter what happens, keep true to your values and what you believe in. And finally, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So, with that being said, that wraps up the one-year anniversary of the Pot Damn Idiots podcast. (laughs) We would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Not you.
2: Not not you. You you sit back. You put your pants back on. We weren't talking to you.
1: As always, remember, you can find us on Facebook at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, where you can check out our posts and see our videos and photos that we post on there. Also. You can watch all of our videos at YouTube at the Pod Damn Idiots podcast. Please like, subscribe, leave comments—we do read them—and you can also listen to our show by looking for the Pod Damn Idiots podcast. We are on Apple, Samsung, Spotify, Google, uh, Amazon Music, Pandora, I believe. If not, we'll get there. <clears throat> pod chaser, pod bean, stitcher, and more. If you want also to contact this year,
2: I Heart Radio. Us,
1: I think we might be at, that might be the one we're on. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Anyways, check us out there. If you want to contact us, you can contact us by emailing us at poddemedia podcast at outlook.com. Or you can tweet us at PodDamnRickSpade, PodDamnTexas, or p Pod one And as always, please tell everyone, your friends, your loved ones, your enemies, your police officers, your firefighters, your EMTs, your grocery store workers, your gas station attendants, your strippers, your golfers, your football players, your soccer players, your hockey players, your baseball players, Tell coaches, tell friends, tell those random kids at Little League, or anyone else that you can think of, to please check out the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Good night everybody, we'll see you for season two.